Let me guess, you signed up for every free lead magnet and binged on every marketing YouTube video and thought, what am I missing? Why isn't my business exploding like that? Well, I can tell you, you're not alone. Whether you're just getting started or have an established business, entrepreneurship can be really lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Overcoming your fear of launching or building your personal brand or figuring out how to scale, it shouldn't be holding you back. It should be empowering you. On this podcast, we're going to deep dive into the mechanics of what it takes to build your brand, make your mark, and stake your claim in the digital marketing space. I'll be chatting with people from all walks of life and stages in their careers. I will be getting inspiration from real experts who will share their actual strategies and techniques to grow loyal and raving followings and sell more stuff. This is entrepreneurship from people who are already there making it happen. My name is Jeff Mendelson. Join me and welcome to the One Big Tip Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today, I am really excited to have with me on the line Chester Santos. Uh, Chester is the world's leading memory skills expert. He's also known as the international man of memory. Chester teaches memory techniques to a range of people across many different professions. He believes that anyone is capable of doing amazing things using their mind. So, this is going to be a real exciting episode. I never had a guest like this before. And I think that this is going to be really cool because this is really a skill that you can use to impress your clients, you know, impress uh, your team members, impress your girlfriend, you know, whatever it is. It's, uh, you know, this is going to be fun. So Chester, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. I'm really looking forward to talking with you today. So I want to get to know a little bit more about how you got to this. Was this just something that you noticed as, you know, as a kid that, oh my God, I'm just remembering everything or, or is there like a framework or a process that you're using to, you know, to get to this? Like, like how did you come to this skill and be able to develop it so that you can teach it to other people? Yeah. So I often would randomly get the comment from people, wow, you have a really good memory. And so one night I was flipping channels and I happened to catch a segment on ABC's 2020. They had a segment on the United States Memory Championship. And when I started to watch it, I had those comments from people in the back of my mind thinking that, you know, I had a really good memory. So I decided that I was interested in maybe competing. But when I looked into what the best people in the country were scoring in the various events uh, in the United States Memory Championship, memorizing hundreds of names, hundreds of computer generated random digits, decks of playing cards perfectly in just a few minutes, I, I realized I wasn't on that level. So that's when I started doing research. Okay, how can one improve their memory from where it's currently at. I experimented with a lot of techniques, found what seemed to be working best for me personally, stuck to training myself in that subset of techniques until eventually I did manage to win the United States Memory Championship. And since then, I've spent the last 13 plus years training other people around the world and how they can develop their memory skills and leverage those skills to become more successful in their career, personal life, and also help out maybe any kids or grandkids that they might have in school. So I've given presentations now in more than 30 different countries on the topic of memory skills development. So do these skills translate, uh, you know, like, like you said, to different languages? Do these skills translate also to different industries and, you know, like relationships? Is it age related or is it just uh, or is it something that you can like anyone can do? You just need to know how to, you know, how to unlock those 
secrets? Yeah. So really memory skills, uh, memory is a fundamental part of learning. So when you are able to improve your ability to remember things, it's going to have a positive impact on many different areas of your life. So this will be useful in just about any industry. Also, it's important to point out that you can develop your memory skills really at any age. I've worked with people from ages seven all the way up through people in their 90s. Uh, People go through my training programs for various reasons. So hopefully that's encouraging for everyone out there. Uh, you, if you're watching this, you definitely have the ability to improve your memory. Um, it's just learning the right techniques and putting in a little bit of training and practice. You know, not to compete with you, right? But one of the things, uh, you know, that's part of the Mendelssohn family lore, right? Is that when I was like around 10, 12, 14, we used to get the HBO guide. You know, I know I'm dating myself here, right? But this was before, you know, like you would sign up for HBO, you know, through your cable thing, and then they'd send you this little magazine in the mail every month so that you would know what's coming on, right? Because you didn't have DVRs, you didn't have, you know, streaming or whatever. So I would sit there and like open up that, uh, you know, just read it. And I would, you know, like know like which, oh yeah, this movie's playing at like seven o'clock on Sunday, right? And my family was always like, oh geez, Jeff's the walking HBO guide, right? And I was always like, you know, okay, yeah, that's cool. But then, you know, like... I think back to that time in my life, I can't remember a freaking phone number now, right? Because it's like, it's all in my phone. And it's like, why should I even waste brain energy to memorize it? it you know, and I'm, geez, I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I cannot recite today the phone numbers of my kids. Yeah. Right. Because I know that they're just on speed dial and that's it. So this is definitely something that... Yep. A lot of us, you know, like need to understand and, you know, basically need to develop and, you know, hopefully to put it into practice. Let's talk about that. You know, this is your one big tip on how to develop those memory skills and to impress your clients and to impress your family and, you know, just to, you know, like impress and to gain more knowledge and learning so that you can, um, so that you can apply this to situations to help you level up. How do you do that? Yeah. So you hit on some really important things to cover quickly. There, Jeff. Yeah, you know, nowadays it's very common for people not to know the phone numbers of friends, family members. It's getting so bad that you have a lot of people out there that don't know their own phone number. I think that, you know, although we can enter numbers into our phone so we don't need to remember them, it is a little bit scary that when presented with even one phone number nowadays, people feel paralyzed, handicapped in their ability to remember even one number, right? This is also uh, spilling over into navigation. People can't navigate anymore. You may have gone to a location 20 times, but if something's wrong with the GPS, you're going to be lost. But on the flip side of this, what this creates, because the average person is not working on their memory much, it, it creates a business opportunity. If you will work on developing your memory skills, even to a small degree, you become much more memorable in business, right? People are more impressed with you. They have more confidence in you and your ability when you can show that you actually know your stuff. So it's it's and it's easy for people to develop these skills. Uh, I'd like to use you as a guinea pig to go through an interactive exercise. Just do your best. Don't feel any pressure um, here. Really, I just want you to get a better sense for how these techniques work and your audience can follow along as well. So I'm going to have you very quickly, This the whole exercise will take about four minutes probably, try to memorize the following random list of words. It's going to be monkey, iron, rope, kite, house, paper, shoe, worm, envelope, pencil, river, rock, tree, 
cheese and dollar. Now, normally people would write that out over and over again, recite it to themselves over and over again, read it over. Rote memorization is not effective. If it is at all, it will only be in the very short term. Instead, we're going to use a different approach, a much more fun and interesting approach, and you will have these down perfectly in about three minutes forwards and backwards, believe it or not, right? So you're just going to listen to what I described to you, Jeff. That's it. Relax. Just see and experience what I described to you happening in your mind. The first word I have given you, I had given you was monkey. So I want for you to just visualize a monkey, right? This monkey is dancing around. It's making monkey noises, whatever monkey would sound like, right? Try to hear and see that monkey in your mind, all right? The monkey now picks up a gigantic iron, all right? Because that was the next word. Uh, Maybe visualize an iron like you would iron your clothes with. So just see this monkey dancing around with this iron. The iron starts to fall, but a rope attaches itself to the iron. Maybe even feel the rope, interact with it. Maybe it feels sort of rough, okay? You look up the rope, you see the other end of the rope is attached to a kite. It's flying around in the air. Maybe reach up and try and touch that kite. Just picture that kite as best you can. You see now the kite crashes into the side of a house. Picture that. It crashes into the house. Just see this like a movie or cartoon playing in your head as I guide you through it. The house you notice is completely covered in paper. For some strange reason, it's totally covered in paper. Out of nowhere, a shoe appears and it starts to walk all over that paper. Maybe it's messing it up as it's walking on it, that shoe. The shoe smells pretty badly, so you decide to investigate and see why. You look inside of the shoe and you find a little worm. A smelly worm is crawling around inside of that shoe really see that smelly worm the worm jumps out of the shoe and into an envelope maybe it's going to mail itself or something i don't know envelope was next out of nowhere a pencil appears and it starts to write all over that envelope really see that pencil maybe it's addressing the envelope the pencil now jumps into a river and there's a huge splash like you would never expect to see when it hits the river the river you notice is crashing up against a giant rock The rock flies out of the river. It crashes into a tree. This tree you notice is growing cheese. You probably haven't seen a tree like that before. This one is growing cheese. And out of the cheese comes a dollar. I really see that dollar come out. That was the last word. I'm going to replay through this again very quickly, and you will just replay through the story you've created in your mind. We have the monkey, right? Just ask yourself, what was that monkey dancing around with? It was dancing around with an iron. Really visualize that iron. What attached to the iron? It was a rope. See the rope. Feel the rope. The other end of the rope was attached to the kite. See it flying around. It crashed into something. It crashed into a house. What was the house covered in? It was covered in paper. Something walked on that paper. What was it? It was a shoe walking around. What was crawling in the shoe, making it smelly? What crawled in there? It was a worm. The worm then jumped into the envelope. Okay. See it go into the envelope. What wrote on that envelope? It was a pencil. The pencil jumped into the river. Really see that splash from the river. The river was crashing up against the rock that flew into the tree, which was growing cheese. And what came out, it was a dollar. So now it should be pretty easily, pretty easy to recall all of those words by simply going through the story in your mind, each major object that you see in the story will give you the next word. So Jeff, I'm going to ask you to, to, to just give it a try, do your best, take your time, and people that uh, listen or watch this interview later can see how they do. Oh, geez. Now, now I'm the guinea pig. All right, so cool. So <laughs> there was Monkey who was waving an iron that, connected to a, that was connected to a rope. The rope did something. The other end of the rope was connected to the kite. To the kite. The kite flew over a house. Got it. Right. And then the house was covered in paper. 
Awesome. Then there was a pencil that was writing on the paper. So something walked on, actually walked on the paper. What was it? Drawing a blank, man. A shoe. Okay. A shoe. All right. So a shoe was walking on the paper. Okay. Yeah. Crawling in the shoe was. Yeah. This is a worm. Okay. Worm. That's okay. The worm jumped into the envelope. The worm jumped in. Yeah. Pencil then uh, wrote on that, right? The pencil jumped into the river. The river crashed into the rock, which flew into the tree. What was the tree growing? It was growing cheese that came out a dollar. You got it. So really well, I mean, I only had you go through it very quickly there in, you know, probably as far as the visualization, it was just a couple of minutes. If you will replay through that story one or two more times, you're going to have that down 100% or close to 100%. And I think the same will be for your audience that follows along. Now, we just played around with random words there, but this could apply to points of a presentation. For instance, if I was going to give a talk about healthcare in the United States, maybe my first image would be of a stethoscope that the doctor would use to check your heartbeat. That would just remind me the broad topic of healthcare, okay? The first thing I want to hit on in my presentation about healthcare is the high cost of healthcare in the United States. Maybe shooting out of the stethoscope are a bunch of $100 bills. Next sub point I want to talk about is that in, in order to get certain things covered uh, under current healthcare programs, we need to find a way to navigate through or cut through a lot of red tape. Maybe wrapping itself around the $100 bills is all of this red tape. So I think that should give an idea of how you could at least minimize the amount of notes when giving a presentation to be a more effective, persuasive speaker. But this could also be applied to meeting with clients potential clients being able to say, hey, in my research about you, I found out these five, 10 key things about you and your company. Here are five, 10 key things I found out about your competitors. Here are five ways as to how myself and my services in particular are a perfect match for what you you are doing. When you're able to do that, maintain eye contact with the person and demonstrate that you just know your stuff, you are suddenly a cut above the rest, right? Especially in today's business world in which the average person cannot do this. So again, I think that demonstrates how working on your memory skills, even to a small degree, makes you more impressive, more memorable. It's going to help to get you more business. You know, the visual that comes to mind for me is as I'm thinking through, you know, these uh, these cues that I am using to remember, you know, what it is I want to talk about. Right. You know, I could always just hold up an index card and, you know, and just try to read it. Right. Or I can do what I'm doing now. I have a small monitor right under the right under the camera so that I can just read it and, you know, and interact with you at the same time. Basically, what you're talking about now is really committing this to memory. but using keywords that will help you expand on the thought. Exactly. So this really requires me then to be able to articulate, you know, the whole thought of, you know, the state of healthcare in, in the United States, right? You know, so anyone can really talk about that, you know, who's in that industry. But I'm just more or less looking at keywords or bullet points, you know, to help jog my memory in order and to keep me on pace to make that happen. Exactly. To better demonstrate that you actually have the knowledge and the expertise. So I have been a one man business now for 13 plus years. I've had to hire all sorts of professionals, PR people, attorneys, tech people, right? To uh, perform various work for me to help me with my business. Now, when I meet with someone that I'm thinking about hiring for a project and they're looking through a bunch of notes all the time and or they're responding to some of my questions with, yeah, um, you know, I've done a little bit there, but let me 
you know, refamiliarize myself and get back to you. What's going through my mind the entire time when I, when I meet with those people is why do I need to pay them five, ten thousand to work on this project if all they're doing is looking through their notes, they're going to do research. I could do that myself. You know, I could do a DIY, right? Do it yourself. I don't need to pay thousands of dollars. What I would pay thousands of dollars for is for an expert, someone who clearly demonstrates to me through their knowledge and their expertise that they're, they're the go-to person in that particular field, right? So memory skills help you to become more impressive, demonstrate that you're an actually an actually an expert in a, in a particular area. Okay. So, you know, that was a real interesting analogy because a lot of what they teach us is, you know, you shouldn't really be looking for the how, like, how do you do things? How do you create a website? How do you run Facebook ads? Things like that. You really should be looking for the who, right? Because the who, yep. you know, that the, the who is going to run the Facebook ads for you. Of course, you can go and, you know, look at Facebook's help docs and you can learn it yourself and you'll probably memorize it a lot quicker than maybe I can. Yep. But your cost to that is your time, right? So when you then exchange, you know, your money for, you know, to get your time back, now, you know, you can go be productive in other areas. You can give more presentations, you can uh, follow up with more clients, you know, things like that. Instead of your nose being buried, trying to learn, you know, the ins and outs of how, you know, how the Google uh, algorithm works. Exactly. I I agree 100%, which is why I want to hire an expert. So they need to demonstrate to me that they already know that stuff, right? So it, you, you understand what I'm saying? So instead of me spending the time looking it up, I want to know that they already know it, that they aren't going to just go and look up all this stuff and perform the work, right? So I need to be able to have confidence in that person and their abilities, right? So they need to be able to demonstrate that to me when I'm thinking about hiring them. And, it, and it's been the case with so many people. Again, uh, I've hired people in many different areas where they just weren't able to demonstrate to me that I couldn't do it better myself. That's really interesting that you take that approach, right? Because you're not just thinking about getting back your time in exchange for the money, right? You're also looking for the expertise that they can do this far and away better than what you can. Yes. Right? Exactly. Exactly. You know, that's a real interesting point. And I think it's also really poignant for, you know, for people to think about this as well. I mean, I think it was uh, Marie Forleo. She, you know, she said it best, you know, everything is figure outable, right? There's, you know, it used to be that doing, ad, you know, that, that uh, getting an ad up on TV used to be, you had to go to Madison Avenue and talk to some advertising guy. Now you can practically just pick up the phone or, you know, make an order online and it'll get on, you know, 15 major uh, cable channels or whatever, things like that. You know, that's how fast a lot of the stuff has changed. Yeah. Now, do you really want to be in that business, right? Of, you know, making those phone calls and doing it? No, you want to be, you know, you want to be doing, you know, what you do best. I want to be doing my digital marketing. I want to be podcasting. I want to be going live. You know, you want to be doing your presentations, teaching people how to use their memory, things like that. I can't imagine that you'd want to sit there and want to learn graphic design, right? <laughs> uh, no, which is why I believe in hiring experts, but they need to demonstrate to me that they're competent and, you know, uh, they know more than I could figure out myself, basically, at least if I'm going to pay them a lot of money to perform a certain project. I want someone that I feel is a cut above uh, the rest. And also, I mean, so really my point here is that by developing your memory skills, you can better demonstrate your expertise. You can be more impressive to people and allow people to have more confidence in you and your abilities. 
And I think that's especially important if you want to charge a lot of money to perform uh, certain services. Amazing. That's an amazing thought. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Chester, can you please tell everyone how they can learn more about your program, what it is that you do, and how they can reach out to you directly if they want to learn more? Yeah. So if you know people want to go deeper as far as developing their memory skills, they can visit memoryschool.net. I would visualize maybe a giant fishing net uh, so that you remember that it's .net. So memoryschool.net. And I set up code OBT for your audience uh, for one big tip. Uh, OBT, uh, the first 25 people to use that, it should, if you make it in the first 25, it should waive the enrollment fee. So it should set it instead of $200 down to $0. So check it out, memoryschool.net, code OBT if you want to further develop your memory skills. Amazing stuff. Uh, Chester, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much You know, for coming on the show you know, talking with us about it, you know, and really just, you know, bringing to light on how, you know, how easy it is that you can, you know, that you can develop these skills. You know, this isn't rocket surgery that, you know, this is definitely not a black art. This is something that's doable for just about everybody. So uh, thank you for demonstrating that. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Jeff. I, I enjoyed uh, the talk and I appreciate being on your program. All right, man. Make it a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. 